Hey, what's going on, everybody out there? My name is Fadi Solution. Welcome back to Let's Talk This Out. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Got a special treat for you today, man. Uh, one of my one of my mentors, my my role models, my people I've looked up to for a while, uh, Mundi Brantes, man. Um, I'm sure he'll say it with a you know a little better when rolling his R's and all that good stuff, man. But um, he's here with us today. Uh, this dude's mindset's always impacted me from the day I met him. This guy is uh. Uh, he got a strong mind, man. Been through hell and back in his life, and uh, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna just talk this shit out today. Welcome to the show, brother. Hey, thank you very much. Uh, it is Mundi Brantes, and uh, you know what? Uh, the accolades that you're giving me right now—it's uh, more than uh, any man can actually want or or deserve. Obviously, we all deserve one thing in life, and we're not gonna talk about that today. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 blessed to be here today. Uh, we, we had a phenomenal workout just right now. We're pumped. We're full of blood. We are have nothing but positivity in our mind and soul right now. So let's get to it. Hey, man, 100%. That workout was great, and I really do appreciate it. Uh, I, how important do you think uh, physical fitness is when it comes to mindset? You know, if, uh, if you're not physically fit, then your mind is not fit, in, at least in my mind. Uh, obviously, I'm a U.S. Navy sailor, and a lot of sailors always ask me, hey, sailor, why do you always work out so much? And I tell them, you know, this is my survivability tactic. If I don't work out, I am not going to survive. I have parents that, that did sports way into their 50s, and that was a, a good baseline for me to uh, start my workout uh, routine. And I'm not, I'm not a, a, a physical a guru or anything like that, but I enjoy it. It's, it gives me a, a great amount of endorphins. It, gave, it gives a, a great talk when you have a, a great guy or gal to talk to. Uh, you can go into deep conversations as you're working out because the amount of positive endorphins and, and, and dopamine you got, it's, it's nothing but positive stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you on that, man. I'll tell you, uh, through everything, you know, over the last, you know, six months, the only release I've had has been working out. Mm. Uh, you know, outside of just the joy I get with my kids and all that good stuff, man. Um, working out's the only time I, because I, I don't think about anything else. All I think about is not dying, right? As far as you know, <laughs> not dropping. <laughs> I don't want to drop the weights on my face. I don't want to, you know, uh, you know, hurt myself for whatever the case is. So I got to stay focused on one thing, and that's getting the weight off my chest, outside my shoulders, or whatever the case is. So definitely has helped, man. But um. At the beginning of the show, I said you've been through a lot, man. I know you're going through a lot as well. You know, you've uh, you got some some stories under your belt, man. What uh, what would you say has been uh, one of your most trying things, uh, whether it's uh, past, present, or uh, what you see ahead? Because we've had a lot of these talks while during this workout, right? We, uh, I I don't want to. I'm not gonna put anything out that you don't want to put out. So you tell me, man. What uh. You know, give me give me some trials and tribulations. You know, I mean, give me give me a trial that you're going through right now. Let's see if we can get through these tribula tribulations together. Uh, I say something that I had a previous podcast, and, and uh, my friend asked me a question very similar to this. And there is nothing that that God gives you that you cannot handle. But there's one particular part of my personal life with my child that she deals with mental uh, issues, and not bad mental issues, but uh, contemplates within her own, uh, uh, she contemplates with life and, and sometimes contemplates with um, ending her life. And I think that's one of the toughest things that I have to have dealt with in my personal life because I don't comprehend it no matter the books I read. 
uh, I cannot comprehend where the mindset goes to to go that route of of um, of committing a tragedy that everybody would uh, miss, or of course, and I would as well. But uh, I think that's the toughest thing that I have to deal with deal with on a daily basis. Uh, I tell you sometimes I text her, and then I'll, I'll, it'll be two three hours before I get the text back, and I'm like, "Is this the day?" That's scary you know? It is. It is, and I. That's that's the only thing that I personally deal with on a daily basis. Other than that, life is friggin' amazing because for many years now, I've uh, I uh, I actually comprehend that life is about suffering, and within that suffering, there's glimpses glimpses of happiness, and I remember those glimpses of happiness, and it gets me through that day, hour, week, month. So continue to move forward as long as you understand that. Yeah, man. I uh, I can't relate to uh, having a child, right, obviously. So I'm not even going to try to relate. Um, I, all I know is that you have um, you have such a positive outlook, man. And, and, and I'm sure if anybody can, can influence anybody, uh, it's you. And like I said, um, you know, while we're working out, it's so often, man, you know, you said life is about suffering and then the glimpses of happiness. I think so often, man, we let that external dialogue that we have no control over, you know, mm -hmm. the world around us uh, dictate that internal dialogue that we have control over, right? That internal dialogue, man, if we get that shit polluted by the external dialogue around us, I think that there's no, not that there's no turning back, but I think that shit impacts us so, so heavily because it's us now telling ourselves these negative fucking reinforcements, right? The world is meant to beat you down. Just like you said, the world is meant to keep you on your fucking knees. But you got to stand the fuck up and, and do what you got to do, man. Um, and uh, and I'm with you, man. I tell you, uh, so yesterday was uh, Amanda and I's uh, nine-year anniversary. And uh, I thought it was going to be a lot harder than it, and it was. Uh, than, than it was. And, you know, <laughs> and it sucked, but it started off the day with a great dream. It started off. And it started off, man, in a real shitty way. Um, actually, it started off in a great way, but then it got shittier, right? But without those people around me, um, when I went to work, man, I got, I got a great uh, team at work that, that kind of kept a smile on my face for the most part, right? And then people like you that I keep in my life um, because of your outlook. So I, I'm sure your daughter um, and whoever else that's around you on a day-to-day -day basis, man, I, I'm not saying I'm sure, but you know what I mean? I got no, no doubt in my mind you, can, you do what you do. Getting interrupted by, by Ava, it's all good though, you know, getting snacks in. But yeah, man, that, that external dialogue of, uh, I had a positive external dialogue yesterday that got me through my internal dialogue and, and I, that's, that's just what it is, man. I hope that, um, that you can influence her internal dialogue and I'm sure you have already, you know, you've made it this far, right? Every day is a win that you get to the next day. Yes. So, uh, I don't know. And I know it's hard, man. You got to deal, not deal, because this is your kid, so it's not dealing with, but you're handling that situation that you have no control over her internal dialogue at the end of the day, right? You could just influence her external while you got your own external dialogue going on in your body, in, in your world. You know what I mean? Yes. You got your, your hands are full for yourself right now. And at the same time, you got this, you got your daughter, which you love and, and you know, you, you treat her the same way you treat yourself. Um, how hard is that, man? How hard is juggling what you got going on and putting that to the side to handle, you know, uh, someone you love, you know, your daughter's uh, issues. Uh, I would say that I don't know the answer. <laughs> However, uh, you must allow life to do be be life, and every minute that goes by, you just just allow it to happen. 
if, if I if I worry so much that that now I'm no longer living and I'm not allowing her to live in the manner that we're supposed to, then I'm I'm being uh, I'm being a, a a condescending guy. So I have to allow her to her live live her life in her terms and in the same realm. She has to allow me to live my life in my own terms as well, even though my terms are always with her well-being in mind. Always, if I make a decision today, is greatly gonna uh, is gonna greatly affect her years from now. Well, we were together back in two thousand thirteen, May the third, uh, when I went to Captain's Mast. May the fifth is her birthday. Mm, so, second de Mayo. Yes, and so what did I do to my daughter? I. I I gave myself uh, a, a restriction of 15 days, so I wasn't there for her birthday in 2013. So, and I did that. I did that with my 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 personal selfless pleasures and and my own uh, way of being a, 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 a man that it's ignorant. Uh, you know, we started with a great song. You know, this is a man's world, but it's it's nothing without a a woman or a lady. And and I wanted to start with that because. Uh, we all have, we all fall in love with our mothers. And then you might fall in love with your sister because you have one. And then lo and behold, you have a child like you do and I do. We have a girl. So now I have three women that are a constant love. They love me unconditionally and the love is, is, is replicated to them. Uh, in exactly the same manner. And if we can understand that, obviously without that mom, we would never be here. Uh, so, and then we might meet a, a wife and sometimes they leave us too early. Sometimes we part ways because of, of, of us not uh, agreeing with each other. But this world 100% cannot be, uh, as long as it's a man's world, Without a woman in it or a little girl, it's, it's, it's not as fulfilling, I think, in my personal life. Because I have a child that's going to be here for a while. Uh, my mom, I know that, that God's going to take her eventually, just like my sister. My sister's daughter, Natalia, I love her to death. And when they take all these people away from us, because it's their time, then... Maybe my time here is going to be shortened because I've done enough time on board and loved them enough that they can go somewhere else yeah. and be loved by someone else, you know? Yeah, hopefully that time goes, uh, that time, you know, slows down for you. I, I, can, I can definitely understand what you're saying when it comes to uh, love and, you know, the love for a, love for a woman, uh, whether it's a child, you know what I mean? It, obviously the right love right i'm not i'm not telling anybody that go love on little kids um but, oh uh, <laughs> no <laughs> uh, well but, you know those guys yeah, should be I don't think eradicated ever, from this earth absolutely no i don't think <laughs> i've ever had that love man when it came to like that the feeling that you have that you know love mother and sister and stuff like that and that's, that's that might be my own fault right it's unfortunate for i mean however you look at it, it is what it is right i um but you said something right that you that we love unconditionally right so when, when we have those those people in our life that love only conditionally, love based on what they think, mm. you know, I, that, that's the people I, I let go of. And it has nothing to do with the title of mother, sister, friend, whatever the case is. 
But I will have that segue into something else, right? So, you know, uh, you've been in the military for 25, 26, 26 and a half years. years. That's a long time. That's a long goddamn time. All right. So you got all these uh, personal uh, day-to-day hurdles that you jump day-to-day. But at the same time, you put your big boy pants on and you go to work every day and you you don't let that impact what you got going on at work. I think, you know, not I think. But from the day I met you and then, you know, we actually started talking on a personal level and understanding that you had what you had going on, regardless of what it was, you know, uh, you know, uh, maritals issues, uh, child, children issues, um, just just in general, personally, you've identified the fact that you you have your, you know, your needs and sometimes it is what it is. Right. But you have a lot of these uh, balls that you juggle on the personal side. But at work, you've always been just one way. You know, what I mean, you've been. Um, focused right and right now and in, in my situation I pull strength from people like you because I see you do it so if I see it's done it, that means it can be done that means what the fuck stopped me from doing it right yes so uh, and this is, this is new territory for me I've always had issues you know what I mean that I've had to deal with on a personal side but I've had issues and I've had a partner to deal with those issues with me right before I go to work and right now these issues are just mine to hold and mine to bear but I go into work put my big boy pants on and get to it and what I'm realizing at work is a lot of people let their in, like let their they they say the the term I got a lot of things going on you know and my response now is we all do we all got our crosses to carry so what I mean what do you see at work you know what I mean what do you and this is not to bash the navy or your chain of command and we're not gonna even say whatever commands that we're at but at the same time man well, like what do you as a somebody 26 years in man you got a lot of people because you deal with people on a day to day basis we all do. How do you get your job done? How do you stay focused knowing that all these other people are juggling their balls and they want you to juggle their balls for them sometimes just so you can get the job done? It's one of the most frustrating things that I think I'm I'm dealing with right now. So, uh, a long, long time ago, it was February the 7th of 1995. Jesus. And I get off a taxi, dress blues on, See bag on my back, and I look at the USS Platt A0186 on the pier. She is a massively beautiful ship, but she's massive. <laughs> I'm 22 years old, and looking at her, and I'm like, wow, I'm 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 in, immediately overwhelmed. I get aboard a ship, and uh, we always talk about the Navy. The se- the first 72 hours, my first 72 hours was being seen from a 22-year-old guy that had already done many other jobs. So I took it with strive, and I kept on just doing my thing. Mm-hmm. And people took a lot, a lot of interest in me because I worked really hard, and I partied really hard, unfortunately, too, but, <laughs> uh, but I worked really hard, and people took interest in me, and, and, and they wanted to teach me because I wanted to learn. Mm-hmm. So lo and behold, and I don't know what day it was that, that it actually happened, but I fell in love. I fell in love with the Navy. I fell in love with the concept of having shipmates. I fell in love with the camaraderie that we had. I fell in love with everything. It was not a love at first sight, but man, did it become a love. Just like when we fall in love with a woman, we don't know exactly the day we fell in love with them, but we know we did, and nor can we explain why we love them. Nor can I tell you why I love the Navy today. (laughs) But throughout my career in the 26 and a half years I've had in, I have fell in love 
over and over and over and over again with the U.S. Navy because the U.S. Navy encompasses so many different nations. We have blacks, whites, uh, we have transgenders, we have all kinds of people that come in our U.S. Navy. And then other people want to tell you uh, that, that I, I don't know how to juggle this and, and they want you to juggle it for them. And what answer do I have for that? One, sometimes sailors say, I'm burnt out. I would say, get away from those people. Why? If you lost, if you lost the love that you have for the thing you do, that's why you're burnt out. So because I've been falling in love with the thing that I do for so many years, and then it's evolved into other type of love. I had the love for the work, the love for the, 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 the Bolsa May rating I have for the love for this. Nowadays, my love is all about the humans. And I have the, the, the beautiful understanding that the American people are gifting me their children for me to parent them and make them a better citizen, a better sailor, a better human being. And I have a huge responsibility. And we talk about being humble all the time and we don't know what humble is. What is humble? Yeah. I am a humble guy. Why? Because I understand the amount of power that I have. I have the power to make a human being be somebody productive of this world. Mm. I also have the power to go to Captain Mass and tell the commanding officer, sir, I do not think that this young man or woman deserves to be in the Navy. And they're going to take my opinion on it and maybe tell the sailor, okay, we're going to administratively uh, separate you from the U.S. military. That's a lot of power, yeah. and people don't understand that. I have the power to come to work every single day and be negative, and my negative energy is going to transpire into other human beings. How is that fair to anybody? Yeah. So I got to juggle my balls and leave my balls that I'm juggling <laughs> back in my car because I, the, on the drive to work, I'm always thinking to myself, I got to aspire myself to get in there and inspire human beings because I'm in the service of serving those who serve others. And I have to have that positive energy. I'm telling you, man, that's uh, spot on, I think. That's spot on. And I, in a couple of podcasts ago, I talked about the ladders and the time that I get to myself, right? And going from human to machine, right? Mm. You could be human when you're by yourself, right? And then uh, as soon as you drive through that gate, as soon as you walk across that quarter deck, uh, you just got to turn into the machine that you know you have to be for the people that are depending on you, right? Because all these parents have given you their children, uh, essentially, in a sense, to, to, to do what you have to do for, you know, for them and, and for our country. But it's just, it's, it's that mindset. How do you, how do you, I mean, outside of just being the example and showing, show, giving them that role model to kind of follow, ah, it's just that's the piece of that puzzle right now where like there's a lot of people that reach out to me based off what they hear on this podcast right and they're pulling strength which is great and you know we have these conversations via facebook messenger instagram messenger text messages they got my phone whatever and um like i'm not i don't think i'm saying anything new i'm not saying anything different all i'm doing is saying it after a tragedy has happened to me specifically right so i'm just showing somebody that can be done right you can push past that negative I'm not saying those negatives aren't out there. I'm not saying I don't cry on my way into work either. But how, like, nobody did anything to, to make me this way. So I feel like I made myself, in, into a sense, right, with a lot of influence outside. But nobody specifically sat me down and said, hey, these are your step-by-step -step instructions to get through life. 
So why don't people understand that, you know, they can be juggling their balls, but it's, there's, you take this step by step. What I think, you know, is that everybody tries to eat an elephant and, and, you know, in one bite, right? But how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Um, and I think a lot of people out there, they try, they got, everybody got their elephant and they're just getting overwhelmed by the size of this motherfucker. And they just, they lose sight of taking a small bite and making progress, whether it's daily progress, whether it's hourly progress. Or whether it's, you know, progress by the fucking, you know, week. Yes. Um, and we measure our progress against other people. So we measure our progress saying this person's at this point in their life. Why am I not there? Mm-hmm. So uh, to reel it back into your uh, situation with your daughter, do you think that she might have her elephant and then think that she needs to eat the whole thing in one shot? Uh, I would say, well, I, w- I would really say I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. However, we have conversations that 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 are very very open kimono uh we don't we don't beat around the bush i like that open because kimono. <laughs> yeah if we beat around the bush then how am i being an effective parent by not talking the way that you're supposed to talk yeah. ask the question the hard questions we lack the ability to ask the hard questions a lot of people like that yes and yeah. sometimes you know what we need to ask ourselves the hard question mm-hmm. Uh, why is this happening to me? Just this morning, I was saying that to myself over there doing laundry. Why is this happening to me? Why did my phone break today? You know, because it was supposed to break because it's got a little chip in the corner. <laughs> That's why it broke. It's not because of God, because of uh, I, I got bad luck. No, it was supposed to happen. I was like, Ugh. but I have the ability to go buy another one. And sometimes we get overwhelmed with dumb crap. Yeah. A phone broke. Who cares? Yep. You know, my, my car broke a couple of weeks ago. Who cares? I got the financial means to fix it. It's 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 a, it's a little bump on the road that you know what we still got a whole lot of other road ahead of us. Oh, absolutely. And also, uh, we we humans get caught up in little crap. We get caught up on a message that somebody sent or a post. Oh, I don't think this person should do. That. It's their <laughs> opinion. Let it be. So it's funny, man, that you bring up the message. I had this encounter with a friend the other day. Um, I was asking, you know, hey. Uh, you know, backyard's open. Obviously, I got the swing set and shit. And uh, Ava's one of friend, one of her friends. I said, "Hey, you know, uh, you know, is your kid able to come over?" So I'll let you know in thirty minutes. Okay, cool. I'll let you know in thirty minutes. But I got no message for hours. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when I confronted her, I said, "Look, you don't have, you don't have enough respect for me to even respond uh, when I'm asking you a question for my daughter." She's like, "Well, you don't got to be asshole about it. I'm not being asshole about it. I'm being sarcastic, yes, but asshole never." I said, it's not the what I said, it's how you're reading my message. You can't dictate my tone or you can't read or hear my tone and message. You are assuming my tone. So how is that me being an asshole? It's your internal voice telling you how to read this message. And it drives me crazy when people do that shit because so often people are like, oh, you're being like blunt, you're being this, you're being that. No, you're reading it that way. You're creating an, a fucking imaginary Fadi in your head <laughs> and you're talking to yourself, but you're getting mad at the real Fadi. Yes. How does that work? But people do that shit so often, man, for fucking what? And that shit happens in relationships. Me and Amanda used to do that shit all the time and I'm sure you've had plenty of relationships where you gotta, you gotta go back, you gotta backtrack what the fuck you're saying and explain how you're saying it. People don't like having direct conversation, just like you said. They say the truth hurts. You know why? Because being lied to feels great. So. <laughs> If you're out there and you want be you want to be lied to, be lied to. I'm not gonna lie to you, so don't expect me to lie to you. But people get their fucking feelings hurt 
Over what? Over their own imagination, their own dialogue internally based on what they think somebody or how they think somebody's saying it. It drives me fucking bonkers. It's that assumption. I assume this instead of asking the question. Yeah. If I come over here, it's like, you ask me, hey, what are we doing today? I, hey, a couple of pull-ups, a couple of uh, bench here and there. and Okay, now, now we know what we're doing. <laughs> there, I, I, and I, I, call, I called you earlier. I was like, hey. I'm at the laundry, but I'm on my way. Yeah. And then you you uh, you gave me a rebuttal of, uh, hey, I only got the, the babysitter for three hours. And I was driving up here thinking to my mind, like, ah, I got to get there. I got to get there because I have a commitment. I made a commitment with this man yeah. and I got to go there. However, we were communicating, hey, and I'm almost there. I, I'm on the highway. Yeah. So that's the dialogue that we lack the ability to mm-hmm. do. I have a broken phone, but I was still doing my due diligence to communicate with you yeah. because your time is more important to me right now mm-hmm. than my own because we made a date to do something to 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 be human beings to have a dialogue. And I knew I was going to have a great time because, <laughs> you know, I, I, I like those human beings that I can talk to and don't always agree with my mindset or, or, or my way of thinking and, and you know that's how me and you got together right and, 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 and sometimes <laughs> you do that to me and i'm like and, and thankfully that i'm open-minded to say you know what wow i never thought about it that way and i gotta be open-minded uh i remember clearly one day we were in the hangar bay and you gave me a compliment and i gave you a rebuttal about whatever no no this and you were like Moody, how about you just say thank you take the compliment and go with it since that day, I always contemplate inside of my mind only. Yeah. But thank you always comes out of my mouth to that person that gives me a compliment. Yeah. Because that is what, what needs to be done. And I learned that from a young, supposedly arrogant guy. Because <laughs> the consensus was this was an arrogant guy. Yeah. But what the problem that at the time of the arrogance was, nobody spoke to you. Nobody got deep down and said, why is this the consensus of the people? Because of the assumption. Yeah. Because they never talked to you and asked you, hey, what's your thought? And then you, you, you give this thought process, well, that's not what I'm used to. Okay, great. Yeah. I'm not used to it either, but let me <laughs> let me learn from this guy. Yeah, and like, that's, that, that, that's a beautiful thing to do. I think that's how our, our, our relationship bloomed because of both of our mentalities and our friction points and then being able to be like, all right, we got to just suck this shit up sometimes and be like, all right, yeah, th- this guy's trying to teach me, not fucking scold me. Or, so, or agree to disagree. Or agree, and, and, exactly. that, and that's awesome. And that's 100% okay. Yes. Oh, man, I, I, it's, uh, it's unfortunate a lot more people don't have. We, we work off assumptions over Ugh. reality. And um, even like with, with me, right? And I'm sure you got the same thing going on. Uh, when we get a new sailor in, for example, we have somebody enter our life, whether mm. it's you know personal or whether it's professional, we always get the, the rundown on this person. So we get somebody else's view on them. And then they, that somehow puts this little ticking time bomb in the back of our head. Like we meet somebody, hey, how's this person? Like we really should be asking, how's this person? Make your own fucking mind up. Judge a person after you've seen the actions and you've seen the person at work. Vice, you know, asking somebody else about this person and then going off of whatever negative or positive opinion. There's a lot of people that think I have this great reputation at work. Let me tell you how I, I mean, I'm, I think I got a good reputation, depending on who you ask. But those are, like, I'm trying to fill shoes, like my own shoes, and I feel like those shoes are too big to fill, you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, um, and it's just based on, like, you know, accolades, which I, I appreciate everybody speaks highly of me or negatively of me, but those are my shoes to fill every day, right? Um, 
you know, you, you get people all the time. Hey, man, you got to watch out for that guy. He's, he's, he's a little asshole or, you know, you got to do this. I think that's the reputation that I had, right? They, they assumed arrogance. They assumed this without knowing any background, without knowing anything. As to, it's okay to be confident. You, people want weak motherfuckers around them. Mm. So when you show any kind of strength, man, they don't know how to adjust to that shit or deal with it because everybody wants to beat on their chest. Everybody wants to be an alpha. Everybody wants to be a beast until it's time to do beast shit. Yes. You know? Um. But I recognize the beast in you, and let me tell you, you always backed up your beastliness. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I, 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 I truthfully uh, enjoy this. Uh, there's a lot of times that that I'll be on the ship, and and we get that. We we get the thing that, hey, this kid is an actual shit bag, you know, and we shouldn't give him this job. And I'm like, hey, hold hold up, hold yeah, up. Yeah. There is no shitbags in the U.S. military. There is just bad leadership. Absolutely. If you take a young man or a woman that, quote, unquote, they're the shitbag of the division or department or whatever it may be, they are literally misunderstood because yep. nobody's giving them the time. That's it. Yep. That's it. Nobody's been so, able to reach them. At all, you know, and, that, and that's always. Yep. And you cannot make that assumption. And I tell you, with, with the assumptions, right, so you, you'll get this guy. All year, all year, he's been doing research on a Sony TV, right? Sony TV, the best TV, blah, 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 this and that. He walks it over to, to Best Buys, and he sees his buddy. And his buddy's like, hey, man, uh, what are you here for? I'm here to buy a Sony TV. He's, oh, the Samsung's better. What do you do? Walk out with a Samsung. <laughs> like, what the heck? You know, all that research went, went away because you made the assumption that your friend's opinion was... was better what, than yours. Yeah. Better than your own. Better than your own research, yep. you know? Yeah, man, that's, and that's life. That's unfortunate, man. I think that's some of that, that pollution that gets inside. It's something that's small and something that mis minuscule. You start doubting yourself when it comes to things that small, a, a, a Samsung TV over a Sony TV, and then it just kind of chips away, right? You don't die from a paper cut, but you get enough of them fucking paper cuts, you bleed out. You yes. know what I mean? And that's what life is. It's paper cuts. How fast or how many can you take before you bleed out? Some people could take a lot more. Some people think the world's ending after one. And that's um. Sometimes it feels like we're getting cardboard cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking straight steel to the goddamn oh, bone. Oh Lord, have mercy. Man, I tell you, um, yeah. Oh shit, in a phone call, it'll be all right. But uh, I don't know, man. Like, if you had anything to say right now to the world about mindset, you know, you being the person you are uh, over uh, after everything you've overcome and after everything you've done, uh, what what would be the one message that you'd leave the world with right now if if you knew tomorrow was your last day? Outside of, you know, Grace, I love you. Um, well, you know what? I, I, I hope I don't know when my last day is. Because well, <laughs> I, I, I want to I do... You want to be surprised by it. <laughs> yeah, I want to do it to, to the last minute. Be like, oh, crap. I forgot to do this and I'm now I'm, I'm, I'm dead. So uh, I will tell you that um, David Goggins, you know, he talks about... Oh, man, I love that guy. I got his going, yeah, it's going, go, going to heaven, right? And, and heaven or... or, 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 or the almighty, whoever that, that guy, gal might be, right? We get up there and, and he might say, hey, see this list right here? Yes, that's a great list. That, that, wow, who was that? And, well, that was supposed to be you. But you chose to do this other thing and it wasn't as positive as it, it should have been. So uh, for many years, I've been telling a, a lot of humans this. I'm trying to do the best that I can and be a good human every single day to maybe control out, delete all the bad that I've done. 
And a lot of times we concentrate too much on the negative. You know, the, the negative is going to come along, people. Negative things are part of us being human beings and living. It's not what you do with the negative. It's what you do with the negative and turn it into a positive. Uh, years ago, obviously, it, it, we talked about it a second ago. May the 3rd of uh, 2013, I went to Captain's Mass as a chief petty officer. Now I'm the, I'm the shit bag of the ship. Yeah. I have embarrassed not only my chain of command, I've embarrassed the chief's mess, I've embarrassed the chief's mess on the entire earth, but I embarrassed myself on my father's last name. And many, many people's uh, negative outlooks were to me. And I was thinking to myself, what am I going to do with this negativity that I, that I got coming to me? Mm -hmm. I have to ignore it and I have to go to work. Because there is not a human being on this earth that's going to outwork me. Yep. It's, it's impossible. It's impossible. So what do I do? I went to work. And one thing that would relate to the conversation we're having is, I'm 39 years old, ignorant guy. So what do I do? I start reading. I start self-educating yep. to make myself be heard. Because you could be a brilliant man or a brilliant woman. But if you're un unable to communicate out of your voice box, mm -hmm. you're never going to be really heard. So now I self-educate. And because of my self-education, I can live a better life. Yep. Because now I have heroes instead of mentors. Yeah. We have this mentorship program that I personally don't agree with. It's a great program, but I just don't agree with it. So I try to find myself that, that, that hero. Who's my hero? Whatever current book I'm reading. And... I have at least 250 heroes now that I've read. <laughs> and, heroes. Uh, yes, but it's, it's, it's the mindset of, hey, let me learn from this human being because he or she might be great or he or she uh, has great things to say about humanity. And it makes you think in a different manner. Yeah. We lack the ability to self-educate. We, we, we want to go to colleges and this and that that, that are really not necessary. That's my opinion. I know there's a lot of educated people out there. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Education is important. I gave my daughter my GI Bill and she's educated, which is great because she's helped me out with a lot of things that, yeah, that, I, that I couldn't see. Different kinds of education yes. for different purposes. Yes. Right? You need education to be a doctor. You don't need education to be you know, successful. To be, to be us, right? To be us, exactly. Yes. So, so a lot of times we... Formal education, sorry. Formal education. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're very educated, just not formally, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what my GPA is, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. I can't but, tell you what the square root of shit is. <laughs> this table square. Yeah. <laughs> so, when you look at it, it's, if we all actually self-educated or, or, or we're hungry, we're hungry to actually learn something else from someone else, to share it later on with someone else, then I think we would be doing better. So, self-educate, love yourself, yeah. and love every other human being on this earth, no mm. matter who they are because they are important. If they were not important, God wouldn't have put them in this earth. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I, I can attest to that. And you know, it's funny when you when you brought up your, for people don't know what captain's mess is when you get in trouble in the military, at least in the Navy, it's called captain's mess when you get in trouble. It's like a, a non-judicial punishment. Anyway, when you said, you know, you were doing great, 39, and then uh, you messed up. It's like when we're on the highway. Nobody's ever driving on the highway and say, wow, man, everybody's going really fucking straight. Everybody's driving real straight and really, really great. But we always see that one asshole that swerves for a second because they might be on their phone or some shit or we're assuming they're eating like a cheesesteak while yes. they're driving. 
And we're like, oh my God, this asshole can't drive. <laughs> it's always a negative that we pick up on because it stands out, even if it's just for a fucking moment of time and we hold on to that. And then yes. we assume that person can't drive for the rest of the time we see them on the highway. We just avoid them. But I like the message. I like what, you know, if it was your last day, God forbid it is, right? Um, Self-education, I think, is very important, man. I tell you, I started reading those books, and you look up at that bookshelf right now, you see nothing but um, uh, self-improvement type mentality books. Um, And uh, that's what it's all about, man. I tell you, uh, I I appreciate your outlook, man. I appreciate you coming out on the show. Uh, Once again, guys, Mundi Brantes. If uh, if you guys don't know him, I'm sure most of you do, uh, at least people that I know in the Navy. Uh, and if not, man, uh, get to know him. But uh, phenomenal guy, man. I really appreciate you taking the time to come out and, uh, and do this with me. And um, if you're listening, all right, on Apple Podcast, fucking give this show a rating. Google, whatever. Follow, subscribe, rate, leave a fucking one-star review. It doesn't matter. Do something. <laughs> but I appreciate you, man. And uh, I, thank you, brother. One last thing, Fadi. I love you, bro. I love you too, brother. Hey, y'all take care, all right? You keep swimming. Those arms get heavy, and you feel you can't swim no more. It's okay to take a deep breath in and fucking float.